are listening to the Salt Churches podcast. Here you can listen to messages, inspiration, and lessons learned about planting microchurches all across the nation. Thank you for tuning in. To find more information, you can visit us at www.saltchurches.com. This podcast is brought to you today by Salt Church's founder, Parker Green. Hi guys and welcome to the podcast. For those of you listening, it's good to have you here today. We're going to do real quick, 10 minutes on how to make disciples. Now, this is a big conversation. This is a huge conversation actually that I've seen all over the place. Every church is talking about how to make disciples, and it's funny that it took us like around 500 years to get to this point as churches. But the reality is disciple-making is not an option, and I think that's one of the things that we need to be focused on, using the language of making disciples. We are making disciples and being disciple-makers. There's no Nothing in scripture that tells us there's a difference between a Christian and a disciple. So if you look at it from that perspective, the reality is that we need to learn how to make disciples. So really, really quickly, I just want to talk to you guys and give you a quick jump start into making disciples. So we'll just pull it right out of scripture. Really, really straightforward, really easy. Um, not easy, but simple. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the old Great Commission. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Okay, so Jesus is completely in charge, one step at a time. Jesus is in charge of the whole heavens and the earth. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. He's the man in charge. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. So he's telling his apostles, his disciples there, to go and make disciples of every kind of person, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. You got an awesome lo there because I'm reading the New American Standard Version, which is my old school Bible. I've had it for 23 years now. (laughs) God, I'm getting old. So how do you make disciples? It's like a lot of people say, oh, Jesus didn't really tell us. It's kind of like you do what you want. We're making disciples our way. You're making disciples your way. Jesus is pretty clear about what he wants us to do with making disciples. I think there are some tweaks that we can definitely add. I think there are some things that we need to bring to our culture, like we're not making disciples in Aramaic or Greek or Hebrew or the languages of the day that people are using or Latin. But um, here, Jesus lets us know exactly how to do it in the Great Commission. It's all embedded in the Great Commission. If you want to make disciples, the first thing to do is go and make disciples. I know that sounds really silly and that sounds really simple, but the reality is Jesus told us to do it. So just start. Start in one way, shape, or form. I cannot tell you. I'm sure a lot of my guys that I tried to disciple, failed to disciple, disciples that are with me, disciples that aren't, especially in the first year or so or two of doing this, like, man, I was just all about trying to get results. I was all about trying to like pull stuff out of people. I was all all about like just the hard line. And you know what? There is a huge cost to discipleship. And Jesus lays that out really clearly. And you should really think a long, hard time about being a disciple and take some time away yourself and decide whether or not you're a disciple first. 
You can't make disciples unless you are one. Step number one, Jesus is telling his disciples, go and make disciples. Jesus is telling you as a disciple to go and make disciples. So it's kind of a circular thing here. You cannot make disciples without being a disciple, and you cannot be a disciple without making disciples. A disciple not making disciples is not a disciple at all. Say that again. A disciple not making disciples isn't a disciple at all because Jesus says his disciples make disciples. Very straightforward. So all authority in heaven and earth is given to Jesus, right? What does he do with that authority? He sends his people out. That's you. That's me. That's the church. That's people that believe in Jesus, that follow him, that have been baptized by him, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus sends every single Christian to go and make disciples, all of them, right? So there's no way out of this. There's no like, I'm just a nominal Christian or no, I mean, nobody says they're a nominal Christian. Like who says that? How weird. But so most people are, right? If you just sit in a row and you don't tell anybody about Jesus, if you're not sharing what you've learned, if you're not sharing life lessons, if you're not teaching people how to follow Jesus, you're not a disciple, period. All right. So Jesus, with all this authority invested in him in heaven and earth, he's in control of everything. What does he do? He tells 12 guys and the rest of the, or 11 guys now, because one of them hung himself, tells 11 guys and this raggedy crew to go and make disciples, right? So he says, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. So he goes, go to everybody, right? So he eliminates all ideas of racism, all ideas of keeping it to the Hebrews, all ideas of keeping it insulated in a certain group of people. He said, this is a message for the entire world, right? So it erases all the things. Our focus is completely discipleship to Jesus Christ in that regard. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So this is a message for the entire world and Jesus tells you what to do next with people. Baptizing them, what he means is full immersion. That's what this word actually means. Immersing them in water, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That means you're dead with Christ and alive again with him. So if you haven't been baptized, you're not technically a disciple. I don't care how it happened. I don't care if someone splashed water on you. I don't care if someone dumped water over your head, which we, Jesse and I, my wife and I have done before. I don't care if you're thrown in a tank or a hot tub or a bathtub. It doesn't matter. As long as you have chosen in front of witnesses, in front of a body of believers to join the family of God, the Father, Son, through the Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, and you have changed your life in a way that is recognizable, you've actually been saved, repented, and followed Jesus, you're becoming a disciple. And then what does he say next? What do we do? How do we actually act this out? So you have this transformation zone, right? God enters into your life, changes your complete identity, right? So you're a completely different person now. What do you do with this brand new identity? You go and teach people to observe all that Jesus commanded them to do. And he says, the last thing, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So verse 20 in Matthew 28, in most versions, it says teaching them to obey, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded. We skip over that a lot. So What is the best possible way to teach people how to obey what Jesus taught them to do? First, you need to obey. We say something in salt churches all the time. Show and tell. Show and tell. And that's why we think micro churches are the best way to have a church. Obviously, because you're right there with the person leading you and teaching you how to follow Jesus. You're there with them. They're showing you. They're telling you. They're showing you and they're telling you 
right? Over and over and over again. That's how Jesus works with his disciples. Show and tell, show and tell, show and tell. So show and tell them how to obey Jesus. Keep them accountable to actually obeying what the word says. And we're not talking about just a lifestyle thing. We're not talking about extra biblical stuff. If for the love of God, we could just figure out how to follow what Jesus actually asks us to do here in the Bible in groups of people together, which I'm going to get to in another episode, how we actually work this out in groups of people in our church. But what we need to do is teach people how to obey Jesus. Why? Because he is the master of life. So we apprentice ourselves to the master of life through community, through other people. But he is the focus, right? Not the facilitator of the group, not the leader of a discipleship group, not the pastor of your church or whatever leader of your church wants to call themselves. The idea is to elevate scripture, elevate what Jesus is doing above everything else, right? So you're teaching people to decipher the word and obey it. And the last thing Jesus said, which is not just comfort, it is something powerful. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And if you literally translate always, it's Jesus basically saying, I'm with you all the days. (laughs) He's with you every single day, every single moment where you're sleeping, you're awake. And why is he with you? Because you're out doing his will and what he's been given authority to do to transform the world through disciple making. That's how we do it. That's how we go out and transform the whole world. One person at a time, three, four, five people at a time, six, seven people at a time, just like Jesus did. I don't understand why we waste so much time trying to get a crowd to show up somewhere when Jesus spent most of his time working with 12 people and the crowds simply came because he did the will of his father, right? Crowds will turn up. Sure. Sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe that. But Jesus spent the majority of his time with 12 guys. Why don't we model our ministries and why don't we model our lives? Why don't we model our businesses? Why don't we model these things about around a world transforming power of discipleship, learning to follow Jesus, learning to follow and obey what he's commanded us to do. So the number one thing you need to do about disciple making to make disciples is to go And do it and teach people how to obey what Jesus commanded them to do. But first, examine in yourself, take a day or two, and think if you're really willing to pay the price and be a disciple yourself. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and we will be back next week, as always. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you feel inspired, encouraged, and empowered to change the world for the name of Jesus. Make sure to tune in and listen to our other podcasts and download our app, Salt Churches, found on iTunes. We hope to see you and hear from you soon. Thanks. Have a great day.